Hi, my name is Dan Ariely, and welcome to Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast about science. Every week, I will talk to one researcher about one project who have a chat about what they found and what it means for our lives. Dan's guest this week is Oded Kernisberg, Associate Professor of Marketing at the London Business School. Dan and Oded discuss why it may make better sense for manufacturers to sell small sizes of many products than larger warehouse club sizes. This program originally appeared in October 2008. So, we just finished a big meal. Oded, did you uh, eat enough? I had too much, probably. Too much. So, we're sitting in my house. Uh, we just had a very nice meal, and I'm uh, privileged to have Oded Kennisberg here. And we are going to talk about package size. What a fascinating topic, isn't it? <laughs> fascinating. I mean, if you, if you notice what's, what's going on in the world in the last few years... You know, Odette, do you always speak this fast? Oh, I try. I, sometimes I speak much slower. I can monitor. <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's try. <laughs> so, so why would anybody ever buy small package size? Well, first, it, it depends when. For example, I mean, people will, may buy a small package size if they are small consumers. You mean like tiny people? That's one, that's one example. If I'm a tiny person and I do not eat much, I might want to uh, consider uh, buying small portions. But, you know, consumers, we, we talk about consumers uh, uh, with heterogeneity in many dimensions. Heterogeneity? Var- dif- differences, so different on, uh, on many dimensions. And, and we rarely talk about the fact that uh, consumers, uh, there are different consumers of different consumption rates. Okay, so you're saying uh, in terms of heterogeneity or differences, there are some people who want to consume just a tiny bit of something and some people want to consume a lot of it. Exactly, exactly. Oh. And, uh, and therefore, some consumers who buy or consume less would obviously would like to buy less. Yeah, but why not just buy the same package and get it to last longer? Because the other, co- the other component is about the quality of the product. Many of the products that we buy deteriorate after a while. Okay, so if you buy fresh products, for sure it's the case that you want to buy small packages. But what about soap or something like that that lasts for a very long time? These products, in these products, uh, package size makes less, less sense unless you have, a pack, a package, you have a budget constraints. So, for example, some consumers cannot afford buying large packages. Okay, so we're talking now like the Procter & Gamble selling a lot of little soaps in India? That's exactly the truth. Exactly true. It's not only actually in India, South America, trying, starting to do it in Africa as well. Uh, so what, what sizes are these small sizes? It's smallest one uh, single-use size. So, for example, shampoos are sent in a, in a one milligram quantities, which can, which can basically contain one shampoo, one uh, shampoo of people with the amount uh, of hair I had on my hair now. On my head. Uh, the, the, the current one or the, the hopeful one that you <laughs> wish you had? Oh, the, the current one. The current <laughs> okay, so it's like half the amount that you need for, for, for shampoo. Um, <laughs> now, why, why would companies ever produce such small quantities? Is it just for budget-constrained people? No, no. So, so there, there are two types. Two, I, would, I would say I would, I would divide it to two uh, different markets, two uh, markets. One is for consumers with uh, small pay, small, uh, or smaller budgets. And these consumers... So these are for, for poor people. You say, let's small them, small package, and therefore they will buy something when they can't afford to buy the big size. Okay. Ex- exactly. I have $2 a day. Therefore, I cannot afford more than uh, buying more than uh, $0.50 cents, uh, for cleaning products. 
Remember, and this is a huge market. This is the fastest growing market for uh, some of the uh, packaged good uh, manufacturers in the world. These, these, these small markets of, of small components are one of the fastest growing for... For P&G, for example. For P&G, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah definitely. One of the, I think it's the fastest, actually. But even... I, I, let's, let's take the U.S., where budget constraints are for this type of products is not severe, and consumers can afford buying more. And the underline is, okay, we can, we'll buy more. We, we, there is more. It's more efficient to buy more. Actually, if companies can buy, sell less, less, smaller units and consumers will, pay, will uh, choose multiple, num- multiple units, will buy, instead of one large unit, five small units or seven small units. So instead of a big bottle of shampoo, I'll buy five small bottles of shampoo. Exactly, or one at a time. It will enable the companies. I mean, it will be less waste, and waste can come from different reasons. Why, why less waste? All of a sudden, they have all these bottles that I need to recycle. They're, that's true, but less waste of the product itself. I agree. Oh, you mean, okay, so if the product uh, goes badly at some point, buying five times small things will be less wasteful. For okay. example, it will be less wasteful, and therefore the companies will be able to charge more per unit. Okay, so you're saying now that when people are thinking about how much they're willing to buy for something, they take into account already that part of it will be wasteful and therefore they are, they are willing to pay less. My goodness, you have some sophisticated consumers in mind here. No, no, they're not willing to pay. The willingness to pay is the same. But in the end of the day, they'll buy... They, they, or oh, they'll take into account the waste, obviously. Consumers never take into account the waste. Some of them are quite sophisticated. If no one is sophisticated, probably they'll buy the large, large packages. Okay, so you're saying there's another reason for, for small packages that if consumers understand the waste, mm-hmm. they might be willing to pay more for methods that will get them to waste less. Is there any evidence for this? It's not that... The, the, your statement was partially correct. It's not that the willingness to pay for the basic unit will be higher. It is that... The, when the, their willingness to pay per, per, per package will be higher, taking into account the probability of waste. Okay, yeah, that's this. Okay. So, so that, that, that was the intention, but, but is there any evidence for these sophisticated consumers? Not that I I, don't, I have no evidence for that. Okay, but, but you actually don't care about evidence. You just write models, right? Now I understand the, the, the purpose of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I was slow. No, I no, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know the purpose of the interview when I started. I'm not that sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, I can suspect that. <laughs> I, have exper- I had enough experiments to know that. But uh, no, I didn't, I didn't know that. But, you know, we, we are looking for some underline. In the end of the day, I believe it's not that consumers are uh, sophisticated, not sophisticated, but consumers are, uh, there is a learning process. And, and I believe that if consumers will be, uh, that some consumers, first, some consumers are sophisticated and they know exactly their uh, purchase habits. Uh, let's, let's forget for a second the, okay. the sophisticated consumers. Mm-hmm. But, but your, is, is your point saying that for the manufacturer perspective, under certain conditions in the world, such as sophisticated consumers who understand waste and willing to pay to, to not waste or to, to pay higher, that there might be good reasons to stop something like Sam's Club and start buying uh, small packages? To purchase, yes. Uh, remember that some of the, some of the underlying reasons to uh, purchase uh, large units or produce uh, large units in a silver unit are other uh, efficiency reasons, like quantity discounts, That's right. like manufacturing efficiency. I mean, uh, waste of uh, packaging products. You just mentioned it before about uh, comparing the five versus one. Yeah. Uh, so th- th- there are reasons but, against but, it. But you're, but, but you're saying there's also some manufacturing efficiencies 
mm-hmm. in small packages, not just in large ones. There is some inefficiency in the in the small packages, and the companies and consumers should take it into account when okay. they make decisions. So, what what give me examples of some packages like that that you think are there's economies for small scale? You know, let, let's let's you know, in some sense, what we 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 claim that there was a rationale for the market system that still exists in the Middle East. You know, you and I grew up in the Middle East, and when you went to buy coffee, you didn't buy a package of coffee. You took, uh, you took 100 gram or 200 gram or 250, as yeah. much as you thought you need. And in some sense, that's a single serve. The, the smaller amount was one gram, or almost zero grams. Yeah, yeah. And you can basically compose so are you, are the size. You, are you kind of promoting the, the bins in Whole Foods that you can just come and get as much as you want yeah. and, and pay as much as they want? I say that there is a lot of rationale. <laughs> not to pay, pay. <laughs> definitely if I'm the company I would like to pay as much as they want but, uh, uh, but, but I, I really believe that in many products categories there is a rationale for that it's better for the consumers and it's better for the company okay. companies and therefore it's better for everyone so that's, uh, that's a good that's a good uh, way to end right? I believe good thing. Are, good it, we are very optimistic yeah and if, if we take these little plastic bags or even better the paper bags we'll even recycle less <laughs> that's true that's only, paper, only paper only paper yeah. well Dan thank you very much thank you Dan This has been Arming the Donkeys, a weekly podcast with Dan Ariely of Duke University. Dan's latest book is The Honest Truth About Dishonesty. Learn more about dishonesty, irrationality, and other human quirks at danariely.com. 